What is going on, everybody? Welcome to We Should Jam Sometime. We are just five more episodes away until episode 100. Holy shit. I'm going to keep saying it until we get there. This isn't too long of an episode. Today, I'm going to keep this intro nice and short. Last week's was way too long. Uh... I think this episode is actually pretty good, man. I think it flowed pretty well. I think Craig and I are really starting to get it. We've talked about a lot, actually, in this episode. A nice little twist to our regular old dudes think there are no more rock bands conversation. Finally. Finally, maybe somebody unexpected has the right opinion on this whole thing. I'm still in a bit of a slump, but that's okay. I'm not complaining. I'm coming out of it. I'm thinking positively. We got some good music and listen to this shit this week. Uh, some throwbacks. Mine are all throwbacks, man. Uh, and when it comes to You Should Jam Sometime, two very different picks. Sometimes Craig and I, the picks are pretty similar. This week, they're very different. Right now underneath me again, I got to do a big shout out to my buddies in Basic White for allowing us to use their song making good under these intros so make sure you're going and you're checking that out check out the music video check out they have a plethora of music on streaming services they are genuinely one of the best bands one of the best indie rock bands uh, and one of my favorite live bands so when this shit finally opens up uh, if basic white is in your town man you gotta go see them so thank you guys so much for listening if you could please like fucking review it comment it whatever you can do Whatever you feel comfortable with, share it with a friend, please. We would much appreciate that. This is We Should Jam Sometime. Yo, check, check this out. Caleb, I love you with all my heart, but you are yeah. not a talent. These guys put a pot-smoking Ottawa band on the litter, or test. Best podcast ever. Welcome to We Should Jam Sometime, episode 95. Five weeks away from episode 100, where we have nothing special planned, but you might hear a little snippet of a Lost Art song, if, oh. you, if you care. I think that's special. <laughs> I find I find something special in that. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, we're, our band rips. Fucking right. <laughs> I'm Craig. I'm Caleb. Hell yeah. Over there is... Uh, Juan Julia. Yeah! <laughs> she said it! She said the thing. Those are going to be the only, the only merch items we get. Or just Juan Julia sweaters. That's fucking That'd be sick. good. Yeah. Michelle Gould wants hoodies. Dude, that'd be sweet. I want a hoodie. Yeah, hoodies would be would rip. Just both of their yeah. faces on it. Like they're the hosts of the <laughs> yeah, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle and Juan Julia. That'll be the spinoff when this really takes off. <laughs> and we have like a network and we have other spinoff shows. Yeah, when like the like the people that aren't written link have like an episode or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like well it'll be Stevie? like it'll be like the Michelle yeah. Juan Julia show and then that'll be on our network, but it'll be their own show. Right. And then there'll be one. Well, <laughs> there'll be one where it's just Riley from Driver, just by himself in a room <laughs> and angry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's that. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today. We forgot to introduce Phineas. Here's Phineas. Phineas he's the, the Fern. He's a good boy. Yep. Um. Do you have a jam this week? Do I have a jam? Now this. Now this is my jam. Not particularly. Uh, we're actually, so technically we shouldn't even be doing the podcast together today. Yeah, technically. Technically not. Technically. But everyone, in the including all of the police departments in Ontario, <laughs> yeah. basically were like, hey, uh, go fuck yourself, yeah. uh, Ford, with, with the police enforcing the, the lockdowns. 
Yeah, I dude, I uh, I mean, we don't have to get into this because COVID doesn't really exist on the podcast. But no. like, I just don't know how I feel anymore. Yeah, I know. I I've been very you know supportive of what's been going on. Like, and I mean, I'm gonna get the vaccine as soon as I possibly can. I've actually been looking at it, and basically, anyone that. From what I've seen, anyone that can't work from home is eligible now. Oh, really? I think. See, a lot of my family has, uh, I'm just, I don't know, a lot, whatever. People in my family have got it because I have family members that are mm. in uh, like medical fields. Yep, totally. So like my brother and his girlfriend both have it. My mom got it. Mm. Um, my aunt got it. And I, and now like I think my grandparents are all vaccinated up because they're older. Old as fuck, yeah. Yeah. Um, they're not that old. My grandparents are in their 70s. Oh, my grandparents Dude, are Dude, I actually hit the lottery with grandparents. That's something that I feel like I think about that every now and then that like I was actually pretty lucky in life. A lot of people don't get to enjoy their grandparents. And like I got to enjoy I was around for like around. their 50s. And like, Whoa, like, they're like, 50s? Yeah, like my brother. <laughs> no, yeah. But my my, my brother was present for my grandma Thompson's 50th birthday party. That's crazy. So like I remember fuck. I remember every single like 60th birthday party of Holy my grandparents. Fuck, yeah. That's so like crazy. it's really I was I was like really fortunate, man. That's something I never really thought of. And then I like you meet people where they're like, Yeah, I didn't really know my like dude, I knew like my great grandfather on my dad's side just mm. passed away like a couple years ago, like my first year of college. That's crazy. And then, like, I my great grandmother on my mom's side, she died like probably ten years ago or so. But again, like, I knew like my great grandparents. That's wild. Yeah, so that's crazy. I was pretty lucky, man. Not everybody's that fortunate. I've been having to like deal with the fact that I'm starting to have old parents, like that I've got an right. old dad, <laughs> right? Mostly just because he is going senile and saying that Saint Vincent isn't good and shit. <laughs> that's fucking nuts. See, that's a weird <laughs> thing where I think like I kind of feel bad because I'm like, oh man, like I want my kids to have that similar experience, but like. My parents are both in their mid fifties, right? So like, it's like they're you can still make them woke. <laughs> My dad's just like ignorant now. <laughs> That's not really. I don't think. I don't think so. But. I, <laughs> Yeah, I meant more like just I want to give them grandkids earlier, but that's more my brother. That's oh, okay, me. That's hilarious. I think but. I mentioned it on the podcast. <laughs> I think I think I mentioned it once on the podcast that my mom was like, um, "So like, yeah, grandkids would be sick." And I was like, "You want to do this? Yeah. You want to do this right here, right now?" You you, you're older, right? Well, yeah, I'm the oldest one. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's like, not I'm, a huge difference. See, like, that's the thing. I would have like, been 24 when we had that conversation. Right, I like think. that's the nice thing is like my brother's going to be 30 this year. Right, so like right. the pressure All the on him isn't really on me. Right. You know, because then my mom will say that, and or, actually, it's more my. It was funny. My brother got a dog last year, and mm. my dad's like, "Fuck, oh, that's great." But. <laughs> that might be like five years, <laughs> but like. But grandkids would be sweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Zach's like, hey, man, uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> the dog buys you like five years yeah, of, yeah. The, of the parents leaving you alone. Well, yeah. probably like two. Yeah, cause they're still, they're still, it was funny. I was making fun of my mom when I was home last because she, I'm on the other side of the room. She's talking to uh, Riley, my brother's girlfriend, and she goes, uh, uh, <laughs> we were drinking, but she goes, she says something like, uh, you know, I just don't think I'm old enough to be a mother-in-law. And then Riley and I look at her and she goes, what? And I go, you won't shut up about being a grandmother and you think you're too old to be a mother-in-law? Doesn't that usually come first? And yeah, yeah. Like, which, well, shut up. What's the order you up. want these things to happen in? <laughs> yeah. It was really funny. I was like, what is going on right now? Yeah. It was just kind of a cute thing that my mom said. Yeah. Um, anyway, we dive. We we took away. What was the point you were trying to make? I, with? I'm just gonna say I've been going very much out of my way to not have babies. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, doing everything I can. Anyway. Um, yeah. So we made we made. Uh, speaking of Riley's, we made O'Reilly very upset 
Oh yeah, this week, dude. He, uh, I, I, I kept saying it during this conversation last night that like this should be a podcast episode because it would have been the most entertaining podcast episode we could have done. I don't remember how it started, but we were just DMing with Riley from Driver last night and um, about <laughs> how Kiss is superior to all bands, specifically ACDC, and uh, he was pissed. Yeah. He thought that he would like to the point that we were trolling. He was making Instagram, uh, like we got all like all of our friends were involved. He was making Instagram story polls, saying that we were like, <laughs> he's like nobody's Bullshit. voting. He was pissed because I went on all of my Instagram accounts and and fucking voted for Kiss. He was fucking not happy about that. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say first and foremost. So I since we share this Instagram account. I'll see that like the DMs are blowing up, but and if it's someone that I know, like Riley, I I know that you're just talking to Riley, yeah. and I'll usually stay out of it. So it was blowing up like crazy, and I was like, all right, I'll check it out. And all I see, I didn't read back in the messages. All I saw was that Riley was shitting on Kiss, and I was like, no, nah, I'm not having that. So I stuck up for Kiss, not knowing that the argument was that Kiss is better than ACDC, <laughs> which I don't agree with, but. Dude, I still I stuck, do. I stand by it. I stood by you anyway. You did. I appreciate that. Yeah. but So I'm going to go on the record by saying <laughs> I prefer ACDC over Kiz, but I stuck with you. And then we also wound up getting into... So he, we stuck by our point vehemently. Riley started uh, changing course, and he said something about Metallica, and I made the controversial yes. point that Megadeth is fucking way better than Metallica. Yes. So now we've got Riley fuming about the fact that we should jam sometime endorses Kiss and Megadeth over ACDC and Metallica. It was also this was this was really funny because then he he was saying like how like Lars was like is actually a good drummer. He's underrated. He's not. He's and so then, bad. <laughs> I just sent Riley a bunch of photos of Lars standing up while he's drumming because it's a fucking <laughs> stupid. Dude, all thing he, does he does is stand. Like he fuck. just stands up. I even sent a video of me playing. Rock band, I was I was stressing Juan Julia out because I was like, "Do you have that video of me playing rock band pretending to be Lars?" And she was like, "I think so." And I was like, "You need it. <laughs> I need, find it, I need it right now. now. We need to and materialize then, this and, evidence." And we were watching a movie, and she was getting mad because I'd look over and she'd have her phone up and she'd be watching the movie. And I was like, "Are you getting it or what?" <laughs> I'm trying to watch the fucking movie. Like, I'm trying to watch what movie, movie are you trying to watch? I don't even remember. What were we watching last night? Oh, Happy Death Day yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, that sounds bad. Yeah, it was the same as the first one, basically. Not good. It's fine. Have you seen the first one? No. Uh, It looked bad. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, it's a hot chick that just dies over and over and over again. And this one one is pretty much the same movie. I'm not saying that I was looking at it and going like, this isn't cinema, so I'm not going to watch it. But (laughs) Actually, we tried to watch like a serious, like artsy movie last night and we just, we were talking and um, we weren't in the headspace for it. So we put on something dumb. What movie was that? I'm thinking of ending things. Oh, yeah. I like that movie. It's I not like that, that we didn't like it. It's like, weird though. I was I, I'd been uh, drinking in the afternoon and we were eating and I and then we were just talking during dinner during right. the start of it and I was just like, yeah. Julia was like, we need to restart this whole movie and I was like, how about we just watch something dumb? Yeah, yeah. that's uh, the director that made. Um I'm thinking of ending things is the guy that made Synecdoche, New York, and he does like all oh, weird. I have no idea what that is. Yeah, the movie looks. I do want to watch it. I just we weren't in the headspace for it. But it's like night. all weird movies for sure. Happy Death Day has 72 percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, dude, it's I'm real sure mad this, that you have not blocked. Se- yeah, it's really not. It's really not happy. The second one also has like 70 percent or 71. That's insane to me. 
Yeah, it's not a bad movie. It looked terrible, but all right, maybe I'll watch it. Anyway, um, so we're going to put it out there. Um, if you support uh, if you support Kiss and uh, Megadeth over ACDC and Metallica, we allow you to keep listening to this podcast. <laughs> we give you the permission. However, we're going to start our own poll, and this is going to be a clip. Um, since we're apparently full of trash takes, we're going to give you the very easy take of Phoebe Bridgers over David Crosby. <laughs> Who do you side with? There's yeah. only one correct answer. Yeah, that's an easy one. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we also glossed over the. Um, oh, dude, I'm on. I'm trying to queue up for the next segment, and I'm. This is relevant. Uh, I'm on the Revive the Rose Twitter, which will you'll find out why in a in a minute. But they have a poll: a fight to the death. Who's winning, Kiss or Lamb of God? And Lamb of God uh, was one sixty-seven to thirty-three. Are those comparable bands? Um, dude, there's a member of Lamb of God that fucking killed a guy, though. Yeah, Randy Blythe, the like the singer. Yeah. Um, but Kiss had it was platform. manslaughter though. Yeah, it? yeah, it was total action. I mean, in an actual fight to the death. I mean, maybe Lamb Dude, of God would win. They've got fucking platform boots, man. In a, that's true. I think that's also like a and ma- Satan on their side. It's a massive advantage and disadvantage because they're unstable. However, <laughs> if they stomp on you with those fucking things, they got weight behind them. That's also true. You know, so I don't. I I honestly think that uh, I might go with the majority on that one, man. I feel like Lamb of, Lamb of God are younger. They're more spry. Yeah, I mean, in a fight to the death situation, I think I would agree. Yeah, I think I would kiss agree. have dad rage though. They're all dads. That is something that is something important. you got to account. That is something that is important. It's something you got to account for. Um. Anyway, we didn't really finish the "this is my jam" thing. Oh yeah, what was um, your jam? <laughs> I actually don't really have one. No, no jam. Um, this has been a sad week, but that's okay. Um, okay, we got that out before the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically my not my jam is just... Um, Ugh, this was not my jam. It just, it just Caleb's down bad again. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> because I what I've actually been thinking about lately, my seemingly bad luck that I've been having is it hasn't been like all, like that bad where it's like, you know, world ending. Right. But um, I'm going to have to find this later. I thought it'd be easier to find. Anyway, um... I actually feel like more so now than ever, and I only believe in this shit when it's relevant to my life, but I feel like I've been getting just signs from the universe about yeah. stuff, and it's like, do you ever feel that way, though, where you're thinking about some shit, Absolutely. And, you're, and you're on the fence, and then like life just starts happening in a way where you're like, this worked out oddly well? I almost, like, in a smaller scale, for, for me, it's just like, I get really scary ads on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Like shit that I didn't say out loud. Like right. I just thought about it, right. and then like they're just like, "Do you want to buy a guitar strap?" I'm like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> that I, kind of shit. My guitar strap literally just broke. Yeah, yeah, that kind of shit. Um, yeah, I mean, just sometimes I'm like, I've just been feeling like the way that things have been going. I've been like, yeah, this is definitely a sign that uh, it's time to move on. Okay. From stuff and prime example of what we talked about before the show that yeah. I'm not going to divulge because I don't need to get uh, fired, but we're <laughs> <laughs> fired up. Yeah. 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 We're fired up. Yeah. I did that before. Totally. Uh, but yeah, it's just like, it's really interesting to be like, Hmm, I think it's for the, for real. It's like, I think it is time to move on and I need to maybe look into those avenues. So that's actually maybe not a, maybe that is a jam. I don't You're going to fucking crush it, dude. Yeah. It's a fucking jam. Yeah. Upward and onward, baby. Upward and onward. Fucking right. Baby. Um, do you have a not my jam? No, I don't have a not my jam. I have a topic, but uh, okay. we also have news too. We have got like we got a bunch of news topics. 
We're gonna be a fucking. Which news one's the news? Well, you've got you've got a few. You got a couple that are. <laughs> okay, news. here's the thing. I'm trying to find. This is a feel good story, and I'm trying to find the fucking photo. I know okay. I feel like I just never saw it on the internet. My topic's a thinker, so I don't want you to be like scrolling. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna say this thing, and I'm just gonna assume I'm not. Yeah, making we're gonna it up make up facts. We're gonna make up facts. Okay, our, our new friends in Revive the Rose had. I can't do it. I went on their Twitter. I went on their Instagram. Went on their <laughs> face. I literally saw this on all of those platforms. Can't find it now. Yeah. So maybe it was fake. Yeah. But if it wasn't fake whatever craig and i have been talking about how these old dudes keep saying there's no rock bands and revive the rose shared uh, a tweet from fucking d snyder who shouted out revive the rose and was like fucking rock is still alive and well you gotta check out this band so sick. i'm assuming that's not like a photoshop i don't know where this fucking it's gotta photo be real. is i think it was real it's gotta be real but it was funny because we were talking about this before the show and it's like D. Snyder of all people, and if you don't know, D. Snyder is the singer of Twisted Sister. Yeah, man, we're not gonna take it anymore. Of all people, is the guy that's out there over fucking Adam Levine, over fucking Chris Jericho, Dude, over the rest of them. That and he's just like rock is alive and well, doing what all of these other guys should be doing. I'm not surprised. The I'm fact sure that Chris Jericho is not shouting out Lost Starts is crazy. Me off. That's fucked up. <laughs> Why would surprised. he do that? A couple reasons. Uh, we rip. We rip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> reasons reasons one through three is we rip. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fan of his wrestling. His band's all right. And um, <laughs> yeah, Fozzie's all right. Oh and I mean, God. that's about that. Why not? Dude, okay. right. Seriously, if Chris Jericho was like Lost Arts rips, I would probably kill myself. In, 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 <laughs> I in, in pure joy. Yeah. I'm not surprised <laughs> though, man. Utter glee. I, I feel like D. Snyder's like a badass. Like I feel like he would, you know, he'd come to the merch table and buy your mixtape. For sure. You know? Yeah. And he'd he, like give you more than he, what you asked. Actually, for you know it. what? He actually had a uh like a fucking Gene Simmons type reality show. Yeah. And it was actually hilarious. It was really His good. He was, he's like, funny. I was broke as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> there was there's a scene that I remember where the his wife wants to have another kid and but he's already had a vasectomy so like the whole plot of the show is like him debating if he wants to get it reversed and then the <laughs> and then his adult children are like we don't want another kid this is fucked up our pants also we don't want to know about your dick <laughs> so so they spend the whole show trying to stop their parents from having sex so they're like oh man they're in their bedroom right now and they keep barging into the room and they keep being like Get out! Like we're not having sex. And oh my god! Barges in again. He's like, "Yeah, Dad, we're out of milk." And he goes, "You realize that I have a I had a vasectomy, right?" And then he goes, "Oh yeah." And then he goes, "You went to the appointment with me." Like it was just like you know I can't even have children, and they're just like, "Oh yeah, right." I don't know. That was something that stuck in my head from that show. I don't so want to talk about D vas- Snyder rips. I don't want to talk about vasectomies. They scare me. <laughs> yeah. It's um, shit's fucking scary. That's a that's a scary thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I dude, big thumbs up to D Snyder. I bet he's a real he's yeah. a real one. Uh, listen to my bandy. Yeah, dude. We got another one. We got another one about my boy fucking my birthday, bro. Lemmy kill him. Yeah, you want to talk about Lemmy? Okay, I meant to bring this up last week. This is the fucking most Lemmy thing, and only Lemmy could like die. Was it been sleeping like five years? Yeah, something like that. And still be a fucking badass. Absolute legend. Lemmy got his ashes put in to bullets that have his name engraved on them and sent them around to a bunch of his friends, which is one of the most rock and roll things I have ever heard. Yeah, that's super badass, dude. Like, dude, I'm not even like a huge Motorhead fan, but 
dude, Lemmy is like, dude, it makes me sad. He's like one of the fucking, he's just like the rock and roll guy. Fuck yeah. How do you get more rock and roll than Lemmy? Like, it's impossible. You can't. Yeah, no, he's the most rock and roll. Nobody, dude, fucking, who drinks two bottles of Jack Daniels a day? I mean, come on. And takes meth and no one tells him to stop. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like, dude actually you know what there's actually a really so like he was good friends with triple h the wrestler because he that motorhead okay. did a bunch of uh like all of triple h's theme songs okay i thought you were gonna say blow or something <laughs> <laughs> so motorhead did all of triple h's drugs <laughs> no so he uh triple h was telling the story at his funeral where of like how much of a good guy he was and i guess with though there one time they were at a motorhead show and they're backstage and triple h is with his wife stephanie mcmahon mm-hmm. and they're going backstage and they knock on lemmy's door and lemmy opens the door and he's like hey h what's going on he's in like a towel no shirt on <laughs> and uh he's like hey man come on in and triple h said he could see in the room and there's just like half naked girls everywhere there's drugs everywhere and triple h goes Hey, like I'm with Steph and he goes, oh, fuck one sec. And he shuts the door and then Triple H is like, it was like 30 seconds and he opens the door and he's fully dressed. All these girls are fully dressed. The drugs are gone. gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Professional stasher yeah, of drugs. It's just like, apparently he was just the fucking like, even in that sense, like he was the cool, like he was like reckless, but also like respectful as shit. Completely in control. Yeah. This turned into just a let me appreciation pod. God damn. Fuck yeah, dude. Listen to Motorhead. Yeah, dude. For sure. Go to bed with Motorhead. Yeah. Fucking right. Yeah. Go go smoke two packs of cigarettes and drink two bottles of Jack Daniels tomorrow, Monday. Take three Adderall (laughs) and ride a motorcycle. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You're going to get shut down. (laughs) Let's write a book about taking three Adderall and riding a motorcycle. Um, I don't have any news, but I have a I have a nice little question for you. Yeah, I'm ready. So I'm trying to keep it, keep some local stuff in in, so we can fucking shout out all of our friends and make them obligated to listen to the podcast. Yeah. Um, what is uh, what's the best band or lineup you've ever seen at a house show? <sighs> Fuck, that's a good question. Yeah, man. Fuck, dude, you asked me these questions and I'm like, you gotta hit me you with gotta, them like you get the genuine, a day before. You get the genuine reaction. Dude, that's so... Oh, dude, you know, you know it's such a you cock... You get the creme de la creme. Dude, I have a cock answer. That's All not right. my real answer. But I'm ready. Is it my band? My band. It's fucking... It's fucking... Uh, at the sure. Chum Bucket, it's Plants... Lost oh. Arts, Ready the Prince. That was a good lineup, though. <laughs> that was a good with, show. With Cleopatra and the show. crowd. That was a good show. But that was I, a good I'm show. Trying, man, there was a bunch of like old... Uh, like sad taquito ones that were fucking good, man. Yeah, I remember there being at have... the the New Year's Eve romance or sad taquito show. Yes, that was fucking um, great. There was a bunch of Taj ones that were good, man. There's, there's, I've been to too many house shows, I think. <laughs> too to, many to really think of like the lineup that was fucking so good, mm. especially as the years went on. Because then you just, I kept, you know, you party hard. Had yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've hosted a lot. That of. one with Dime and Sneakerhead at Chum Bucket. Sneaker Club. Sneakerhead. Sneakerhead sounds really punk. Sneakerheads. Yeah, that one was good. That was uh, that was a Nella and Dime. Oh yeah, yeah. And that one Sneaker was good Club. Too. That sounds like a really good show. That was a good yeah, show. Anything that was with fun. anything with a Nella is fucking good. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm trying to think. There's probably some with Old East on it, or like a Bodhi Jar mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. There was a New Year's Eve one at at the. Uh, Taj Mahal that was uh, like personal space the wrong brothers and Bodhi Jar that mm, one was yeah. good that sounds like a good one too yeah that was when you sang with them yes no I, I introduced uh, Sabotage 
Oh, yeah. Dude's yeah. sick. And he stood yeah. on the amp. Oh, yeah? You did the cool guy move? Yeah. Like one yeah. foot on the I was monitor? Too, you, know what it, you know what it was? I, I was a little a bit video. too drunk, and Andy fucking handed me the microphone, and I didn't know what to say, so I probably said some dumb shit, but I held onto the microphone for too long. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. It was just, I was like, I was so hammered, man. Like, it was just one of those things where you're just like, oh, no. I fucking got the microphone, and I was like, I don't even remember what I said. Cupping I even, the mic yeah, hard. Yeah. <laughs> fucking wrap, you wrap the cord around your elbow and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dude, I don't know. Oh, actually, you know what? Actually, you know what one was fun? We did like an end of the year at the Taj. I, this was too long of a night, but mm-hmm. uh, it was like the year end party, oh, and it was yeah. like a festival. Yeah, wherever it was funny. Actually, it was fucked, man. Everybody was supposed to play two songs, but there was like fucking twenty bands on this lineup, mm-hmm. and it's so and we were Lost Arts was near the end, <laughs> and uh, so we'd been drinking all day. Like this party started at like noon, so mm-hmm. people have been drinking all day and there was bands on all day and uh everybody was supposed to play two songs two songs and just keep rotating yeah well as the night went on and people were drinking the bands just kept playing like longer sets (laughs) and it literally got to the point where it was like i think cake face played last maybe like we were like fourth to last and then there was like cake face was last i think brighter green was maybe after us and it got to the point where we were literally all like maybe we won't play yeah (laughs) and then so we go on and then like and i remember i Tilker was in Cake Face at the time and he was like, fuck, like, I don't even want to play. All these bands are playing like four or five songs. And I was like, don't worry, Tilker, we're playing our two and we're getting the fuck out. And we play, we play our two songs. And then Nick's like, fuck it, let's play one more. <laughs> oh, and I no. was like, fuck it. And we played a third one. <laughs> and then we got, got off and I was like, I'm sorry, Tilker. And then we just left. Nice. <laughs> like, Perfect. But that yeah, was because it was so late and Cake yeah, Face it was, was like, going on we were, at like, like two. it was supposed to be done at like 12 midnight. And it was like, we went on at like, one, one, and then Cakeface went on at like two. Yeah, oh my God. It was yeah. So we went fucked. home immediately. It was fucked. Like, it was one of those. I was like, so you ever been? Tired. You definitely have. Where you're day drinking and you like you drink and then you like someone drink yourself sober and there's yes. that weird part of the where you're like, do we stop or do yeah. we keep going? Absolutely, I've, I've hit that. <laughs> and it just like fucks up your whole night. Yeah. Anyway, that was like I answered it with like a million things. So no, that's good. That's exactly yeah. what I wanted. Okay. There um, you go. man, the, yeah, same thing with me. I mean, like hosting a house venue. There's like, yeah, most of the shows are good. Um, but like, I guess I do like more highlights of like individual bands that played there. There was, um, uh, we had a band called Granddad. It came from oh, Alaska. Yeah. They fucking ripped. That was so cool. It, it was, it was so cool. Cause they were a great band and like, uh, we hung out after and then it was just like, yo, like we, we like, we learned so much about them. They were like, yeah, we're all teachers and we're all vegan. <laughs> and like, <laughs> where can we go to eat instead of like eating fucking shitty peanut butter sandwiches in our van? And yeah. it's like, let's go to Globally Local. And then we took like a 15 passenger van all together <laughs> through the drive through of Globally Local, like one in the morning. That's awesome. It's so sick. Um, we had, uh. Liam, uh, Liam Kime and my good friends, uh, Sparkle Saurus came and played, nice. uh, two summers ago and they left us their, um, their like flower banner that is still in my kitchen. Oh, that's cool. Which, uh, that was a fucking great show as well. Um, probably like the most rowdy one we had was, uh, we had dry heave play, like probably the best fucking hardcore Dude, band in London. That is a 
Yeah, that's a hardcore band. Dude, they're so good. That might be like the best hardcore band. They're so good, man. Dry Heave. Jim Ogue, (laughs) fucking Gabe Nestor. Like, uh, they're so fucking good. Um, But that was for A Nova as well. So it was like for a fundraiser for the women's shelter. Mm. And like, that was probably like the most people we've ever packed in my place, which was so sick. I remember like being there during Dry Heave's headline set. And I was just like, damn, my floor might cave in. But like... (laughs) This fucking show is going off. Sick. Yeah, and that'd be legendary. Yeah. <laughs> you ever like almost hope that something horrible happens at a show because it would just be so legendary. Yeah, that was actually at that uh, the first John Bucket show. They had they were like, let's be different and do it upstairs. And so they just had a fuckload of people on their upstairs during a show. <laughs> yeah. And Dan Wag just spent the whole yeah. thing. He kept, he'd go up to people he trusted. So he'd come to me and be like, stop jumping. Tell, tell people to stop jumping. <laughs> Because you could just feel the floor fucking yeah, like... Yeah, just flexing. Yeah. <laughs> and so then they're like, yeah, maybe we should do it in the basement. That's so good. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> dude, how fucking nuts would that be? Oh, fuck, just dude. Fucking, just actually leveling a house. Especially when like Dime is playing. Like not, yeah, yeah. not dry heave, but Dime. <laughs> dude, that'd be so and the good. the fucking floor busts in. I can tell you right now, Cam definitely wishes it happened. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, send us a voice memo of uh, a quick sum up of your favorite uh, house show memory, and we'll put it in the podcast. Oh shit, that's a great idea. Yeah. Send us like it doesn't need to be pro audio. You can fucking send us a little memo on Instagram. We'll fucking record that shit. We'll put it in the show. Yeah, that's a great idea. House show memories, y'all. I should actually, (laughs) Riley. I'm gonna save a bunch of the voice memos you sent into the chat last night and just put those in the show. <laughs> of you just pouting about how yeah, pissed you were. Yeah. So good. It's so nice when I get a, a message from Riley going like, I'm pissed, bros. And then and then I can like that message. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, I fucking love that guy. I love you too, Riley. I love you too. Um do we have any more topics? That was my question for the week. Okay. Um we can always scour Reddit later. Yeah. But uh, also, if anyone has any questions they want to toss on the show, feel free to send them to us via our Instagram. DM us up. Please. <laughs> also, Broken Love, I keep tweeting at you and you keep replying. So uh, be That's our friend. Super sick. Yeah. Maybe we'll ask them to be on the show soon. 100%. Um, all right. Let's do. Listen to this shit. Listen to this shit. Listen to this shit. All right, dude, my first listen to this shit, I don't have anything local this week. I have three songs. Oh, shit. Dude, Boilermaker by Royal Blood. Rips, oh, yeah? Dude, you haven't heard it? I haven't right, listened well, to it That's what we're doing after, dude. It fucking, the riff is so cool. It's the <laughs> song that Josh Hame uh, produced off the new Royal Blood album that comes out, like, probably, I think next episode we'll probably be talking about it. Okay. Um, so good. Also, I haven't listened to this whole album, uh, but... Paul McCartney did like a reimagining of his third album Ooh. with a bunch of people that, um, including your girl right there, oh, did really? a feature on it. Yeah. Um, so a right. bunch of people like re redid a song off of that album. Fuck yeah. And that's the album. So I'm, my listen to the shit is the one that Josh Hama did called Lavatory Lil, hmm. which sounds sick. Okay. So listen to that shit. Fucking right. And then finally, just in the spirit of our conversation last night with Riley and this show, God of Thunder by Kiss. Listen, <laughs> listen, yes. listen to that shit. Dude, fuck yeah. That's sick. 
Yeah, I was. It came on, and Ju- Julie goes, uh, "What is this?" Because there's that like kid all throughout the song, right? That's like whatever the fuck he says, and I'm like, "This is Kiss, man. What do you mean, dude? That's so sick." Yeah, yeah. that was the thing is we just shared a Kiss song that's on our story, was. and that's then he just was. lost his mind. Yeah. So we were just like, "Let's fuck with." Yeah, them it was now. amazing. So funny. Yeah, because that was also, last night was the first time I realized like this song is like drenched in reverb. Like the whole thing sounds like it's like recorded in a cave, but I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, everyone that messaged us on Instagram with your undying support of Kiss is also like, yeah, VIP. Kyle Ashbourne messaged me privately. Fuck yeah, Jamie, thanks for jumping on fucking Instagram. Jamie straight up went on yeah. and, and made a full confessional that like she backs us. Yeah, Jamie rips. Just sick. Um, yeah, I mean, Alakai was messaging us trying to fucking say the opposite. Come on, man. He also what he did give me though is I'm stealing all of Paul Stanley's stage banter stuff he fucking well that you are that he is no i am i am i'm stealing oh he like sent it to you he sent us this video of it's just a compilation of paul stanley fucking (laughs) saying stuff on stage that's it and i'm like i'm stealing this one (laughs) yeah how you doing people (laughs) (laughs) it's so good man i see lots of sexy ladies tonight now if anybody didn't come here tonight to have a good time please Get the fuck <laughs> out! How you doing, people? How you doing, people? How you Dude, he's doing, sick. People? He's a party man, right? Dude, this this video is 20, 22 minutes. Dude, um, he's making sure <laughs> that all the people are doing good, all right? How you doing, people? How you doing, people? Is going to be the new intro to this show. Absolutely, every fucking time. I'm going to steal it for the Lost Art shows whenever we play again. Every single time. How you doing, people? How you doing, people? Come all on. All right, listen to this shit. So I actually, uh, uh, it, this kind of goes into uh, our next segment, but uh, Pantomime, Into the Unknown. Ooh. They're fucking fantastic. That whole EP is fantastic. Yeah, that's um, good. And that's an honorable mention uh, from last week that I forgot to mention um, for EPs that fucking shred uh, pantomime into the unknown. Listen to that shit. Uh, Phoebe Bridgers has a fucking sweet version of uh, Kyoto uh, on Spotify singles. I don't know if that's like a whole series that they're doing okay. or what, but that's like the yeah. only one that I've seen. So I never far. like see those promoted, but then like a bunch of artists have them. Yeah. So, um, but it's super duper it's good. Cool. Also, um, quick side note, not to interrupt your fucking listen to this shit. That's all right. Uh, but I just saw that. Apple Music is paying 0.01 cents now for streams. Is that more? Yeah, it's a lot more. So you only oh. need you only need 100 streams to make a dollar. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. So That's sick. Suck a dick Spotify. Dude, let's fucking start jacking up and Apple like, Music. And, and I think I I only kind of read the article, but I think it's also like it's like even now, so it's like it's got nothing to do. It's like I think as even for us as it would be for fucking like Phoebe Bridgers or like holy shit, that's fucking Taylor sick. Swift or something. That's fucking dope. As because I think Spotify works in a much different way where it's like, uh, it's not the payout isn't even, and like the way the funds are allocated isn't even. Yeah, it's like weighted. Yeah, because a, a SoundCloud apparently is starting to do a thing where like if you pay for SoundCloud, so like. How and this is actually how streaming should work. Like if if you and I pay for Spotify, you why should your money go to an artist that like you like if you don't listen to Taylor Swift, but Spotify is taking some of Craig's 
money and giving it. Right. We're like, why doesn't it like your money should go to the fucking dirty nil? Like right. dirty, the, your streams of the dirty nil should mean more right. than somebody that doesn't really listen to them. That totally makes sense. Yeah, it totally makes sense. So that is, I feel like, I mean, I'm not a business person, but like, <laughs> that's, Dude, that's what why makes I switched sense. to iPhone, baby. Makes, makes sense. To and me. we're being good guys. That's fucking yeah, sick. Yeah, so hopefully they'll lead the charge. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. My last listen to this shit leads directly into You Should Jam. Ooh. Um, but uh, it's Leave brand, room for the sting. Yeah. Brand new song from uh, Brock Hampton featuring Danny Brown. Buzz cut, baby. Okay. Brock Tam Brock whoops. Brock Hampton is a band that I feel like they're like a hip hop group, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. They're uh I keep they're a band or should I say band? Yeah, dude. They okay. so they that actually they call themselves a boy band. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, they're a boy band that I've been meaning like, oh, I should check these guys out, and then I just don't. Yeah. They're fucking sick. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But uh that leads us Buzz right cut. into You Should Jam. You should jam. You, you should, should jam. jam. All right, so fucking, yeah, like I said, that leads me directly into uh, our segment here, and I'm giving you the brand new Brockhampton album. Oh, perfect. Album. Well, that worked out. Yeah, released like <laughs> literally, I guess, two weeks ago from this uh, episode being dropped, Roadrunner, New Light, New Machine. Oh, okay. Lots of features on this album, one of which being from Danny Brown, and it's a fucking great song. Why should I know who Danny Brown is? Um, he does that song that had the music video that Jonah Hill directed. They're like, ain't it funny how it happens? Oh yeah, and it's super fucking twisted and. This is these sick. are all the fucking dudes in this band. Yeah, man, there's a lot of people in Brockhampton. Holy shit, a lot of people in Brockhampton. Roadrunner, New Light, New Machine. Yes. Okay. That's what I'm giving Got you. It. That's a brand new album. I think that's actually the first 2021 release that I've given you this year. Okay, I'm pretty I've sure. Given you a couple. Okay. Okay, I'm giving you. We're doing this kind of in reverse, but we'll explain why in a second. I'm giving you 2019's Catfish in the Bottom and the Balance. Oh, shit. I fucking love this album. In 2019, the radio played Longshot nonstop. Yes. And it's again, it's very rare that I listen to the radio and I'm like, some fucking rips. Mm. And it, that's what happened with Longshot. It was actually funny. Catfish in the Bottom Man was a band that I thought I was being cool. And I was like, I was like, I like this song. And I looked up and then I listened to the album and I was like, this fucking every song on this album is awesome. And then I started telling like Drake and Nick and like Cam, like, you listen to Catfish in the Bomb? And they're all like, yeah, man. And yeah. Like, it's one of those. One I'm of those like, artists. wait, did I miss it? And they're like, yeah, like we've been listening. Yeah. Not Nick, but Nick knew they were. And I'm like, oh shit. Like, I didn't know that. Yeah. Totally but, one of those artists where you're like, yeah, these guys are great. Right. And then everyone's like, oh yeah, I listen to them. Like, yeah. All the time. <laughs> and you're like. Fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh, this album to me, man, this is like a perfect album as far as I'm oh, concerned. Oh shit! Okay, I really think every song. I was obsessed with this album in the summer of well, what? I can't, yeah, in the summer of 2019, I guess it would have been nice. Um, yeah, I think it's fucking really good. Catfish and the Bottle Men was a band that was recommended to me by a legitimate catfish on Tinder once. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's irony or if it was okay. like, yeah, it was weird. It was super weird. I remember suspecting <laughs> that they were not a real person. And then they were just like, I was like, what kind of music do you listen to? And they are just like, do you ever listen to Catfish and the Bottle Man? And I was like, okay, now you're just being yeah. mean. <laughs> but then I, that's the thing is I, I was like, I'll look it up. And I looked it up and I was like, it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> and then I fucking listened to it and I was just, I went back. Like the next day, and they, their profile was gone. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, okay. So that's hilarious. They were like dropping hints. Yeah. It's fucked up. 
Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, they showed me a good band, so whatever. <laughs> that guy that probably was hitting me up, yeah. fucking thanks to you, whoever that bro was. It's probably the fucking... It's probably you. <laughs> it was probably the singer for Catfish in the Bottom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, what a good way. That Dude, also, cruel. just a shout out to Anella because I fucking love Anella. She said she'd go, she would go on Tinder and um, she would go on to girls and boys. And I'd say, why would, why do you do that? And she goes, because I just want to make friends and promote my band. <laughs> <laughs> so she would hit up That's dudes great. and just be like, I'm gay, but did you, like, have you heard my band? <laughs> That's and so it would good. like work for her. That's and, so and good. Like, Definitely wouldn't you. work for dudes. Not at all. Not even a little bit. Not at all. Um, but yeah, I, I just the hustle. I just remembered that. Yeah, we did this backwards because we have to review the albums that we gave each other last week. <laughs> That's right. But also, like, we also made the agreement because they're local that we're not actually going to put them on the yeah, list. Yeah. So because they're local and because they're EPs, they uh, they're a little tough to. They're not good enough to make the list. Yeah, yeah. You guys got to put out a full fucking effort, all right? <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm pretty sure. So I'm not sure. Has Ready the Prince put out a full album yet? No. They're Foam supposed have to. Ready the Prince. <laughs> No. Yeah. Uh, what the heck, Stephen? <laughs> what Dan, the hell, bro? Fucking get your money together. Um. But yeah, we we just didn't want to get. We didn't want to have like the one EP in a list full of fucking. We have the one small fish in the big fucking pond. You yeah. Know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. However, um, that also is a bit of a throwback for me. Uh, because well, actually, you know what? You introduced the albums that we gave each other because you always do. <laughs> I don't know why okay. I'm taking charge of this this week. Okay, we had Foam, Test Flight versus Ready the Prince, Note to Self. Fucking right. Um, I can go first, but I want you to set up Foam. Okay. Because I don't know a whole lot about right. the band. So Foam, um, I live at the Foam Dome, which uh, is a bit of a notorious or infamous uh, house venue here in London. Uh, and it's called the Foam Dome because the band Foam used to reside there. Um, and, uh, previous to it being the foam dome, it was the out of sound house where Whoopso used to, uh, have their home base. Ooh. So it's a bit of uh, an underground punk hotspot, Gnome San. So should get historical status from the city. Pretty much. Um, I basically snuck in there just because a good friend of mine who is still my roommate to this day, just kind of put a posting up and I jumped on it. And then I had no idea that I was jumping into like an actual like legacy house. Right. I had no idea, which was fucking sick. So I was basically introduced to those guys and that band at the same time. Um, but I showed up right as they were recording their full length album, Mm. um, which is also on Spotify. This EP that you listen to this week is only on Bandcamp. Yes. Um, but uh, Foam are like a fucking sweet, like psychedelic rock kind of punk band from London uh, that are kind of in the same circles as like Whoopso, um, of Never Betters, of Grievances, um, of, you know, that sweet, somewhat untapped punk uh, circle in London. Yes. Um, and they're absolute fucking bros <clears throat> of mine. So... Patrick Briggs was in this band. Yes, okay. of uh, London's Pretty Cool podcast, yes. and you should listen to that too. So, only three songs. I wasn't sure. Now, I am actually planning on listening to their album because like, I, I, have, I have really no frame of reference for mm, this. Right. Um, the first song, I was a little nervous, I mean, just to be honest. It's, it's, not, my, it's not my speed. <laughs> not that it's bad, it's just not what I listen to. Yeah. But I really like the... 
the I really like Test Flight. The yeah, song, Test Flight, a really good song. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I still I think overall, I mean, it's three songs and it's a fucking it rips still rips as an EP. Fuck yeah. And I'm excited to listen to the album because again, I like to be in on the local shit. Yeah, and so I'm gonna do my research better. Hell yeah! But a fucking still good album. You should definitely jam Foam, Test Flight, and all of their other music because they had a bunch of music on Bandcamp. I noticed, but yes, they just have the one album on. Spotify. Yeah, they have a few EPs. I I think maybe even a single or something like that. I think they have more music on SoundCloud too. I know Nate was uh, one of those SoundCloud people. Nice. Um, also, if you like foam, go listen to Snack, the greatest rock and roll <laughs> band of all time. We made that album in one day. One day, full length album. Very cool. Very sick. Anyway, you set up Ready the Prince for me. Okay, Ready the Prince. Friends of the show, no secret, a band, the the band that I made a l- lot of effort to become friends with, and we became friends because <laughs> when I when our friend Riley White told me I should listen to a band called Cleopatra, and I did, and I was like, "Fuck, these guys are good." And then Cleopatra told me via Instagram stories that I should listen to Ready the Prince, and so I did, and then I fell in love with the band, mm. and I was like, "Fuck, man, these guys are so good, I have to play a show with them." I got him on our release show. I got them on the under the guise of let's do a podcast together. <laughs> and then and then we've just been friends. And Steve has been a, just a wonderful friend to me. He's been giving me lots of great advice. Uh, and it's kind of cool to be like part of the whole like New Rock Mafia thing and, and just be able to like, you know, whatever. Having friends in the industry is cool. Uh, but this EP particularly, because they have two EPs and now a fuckload of singles. Yes. Um, but this EP is like... Just a, a, it's again, as far as I'm concerned, a perfect collection of three songs, and it has Dead Roads on it, which is just, again, one of my, in my opinion, one of the greatest rock songs of all time. Yeah. So, fucking great song. That's, that's, that's the setup. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. So, uh, this EP came out 2017, um, and Pantomime and Radio Caroline actually did a string of shows. We did like a, actually, it was a full fledged tour, I guess. It was like seven shows or something like that. Um, across Ontario, and we were introduced to Ready the Prince in at the Atria in Oshawa. Uh, God bless the Atria on like a Thursday night. Nice, and uh, I think that's when I think we played there on a Thursday night. Yeah, too. oh yeah, it was like not good. <laughs> um, but so I think uh, we, I think Radio Caroline might have opened that, sh- or there was an opener. Then we played pantomime played. Uh, and they were fucking way better than us, as they were every night. And then Ready the Prince headlined, and they, like, as soon as they went on, like, fucking, like, probably 20 more kids came in through the door. They fucking absolutely dominated the fucking stage. It was so sick. Um, but, yeah, I, I remembered hearing Dead Road. When I, as soon as I put it on, I was just like, I remember this. Yeah. Because it was 2017. Like, once we were done the show, like, we definitely gave each other our EPs kind of thing. And we definitely played that in the van, so it was it was nice to kind of have a familiar yeah uh, thing. But yeah, it fucking shreds, dude. Like it's a great fucking EP. The They're riff is fucking, fucking good, band. and Steve has like just Steve's voice has that like, uh, it's just like pure emotion. Yeah, man. In every song that they play, and it's yeah. like that's like I think that's the key to the band. But then so and Dan also fucking rips a guitar. Mm-hmm. Can't take that away from him. But yeah, but, uh, they do dominate the stage though too. Like live, it's a uh, we've played. Before them and after them, and it's like, 
fuck, like you got to step up your game mm-hmm. after you when you're playing with them. But also huge shout out to Pantomime for introducing us to Ready the Prince and uh, for basically booking that entire fucking tour. So uh, big shout out to uh, Brody and Levi Post and Chris Cadio, who's not in the band anymore, but uh, he was in that that variation we, of pantomime. So. We still acknowledge him. Yeah, we got to sleep on, uh, on his couch, and it was good. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Fuck yeah. <laughs> love that, those boys. That's our little love letter to the local people. And the EPs. Yeah. So next week, again, Catfish and the Bottle Man versus Brockhampton. Interesting versus. Mm-hmm. Dude, we should start going like song for song on with bands like Kiss and ACDC. Oh, fuck. Oh, Metallica. I don't know if our <laughs> listeners are emotionally prepared for that. That'd be fucking rad. Juan Julio, do you have any songs or are you just, what are you doing right now? I'm just going through my photos. Yeah. Okay. No. Nice. Juan Julio is starting a website, everybody. So make sure you're going to be able to go to that Check soon. it out and buy stuff. Yeah. yeah. She's going to do prints. So make sure that you buy prints. Um, you know, That's until it. we get our thing going and we have merch, then you can stop buying stuff from her and buy stuff from us. Yeah, Dude. or you can buy from both. If you got the money, buy from both. <laughs> but buy if twice. you only have enough money for one, you know yeah. what podcast you listen to. She doesn't to right have now. a podcast, so you know why would you buy her stuff? Mm-hmm. She <laughs> she doesn't even contribute really to this one at all. <laughs> oh, well, you don't have a you should jam. So. That's fucking rude. At this point, you're you're making an effort to not come up with something. You don't ask me, so why would I come? We have asked so (laughs) many. Okay, you know what? That's the end of the show. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening. Also, though, we're going to film a video right now that's probably not going to be out at the time that you're listening to this, but we're going to unbox all of my KISS shit that I brought. So, oh, fuck. Stay tuned for that. (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys. Like, we're still around. Like, stay tuned. Stay tuned, post. I'm so fucking uh, this. This is Phineas the Fern. He's a good boy. Holy shit. <laughs> oh my God. Don't ask you stuff. What are you talking about? I'm driving me nuts. <laughs>